You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. So, here you are. Too foreign for home. Too foreign for here. Never enough for both. Ijuoma Umebinyo. Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Busto and Bigwa every Monday at 2.30 on 3CR Community Radio. Produced by Jan. You're listening to Diaspora Blues, a 3CR radio program. I am Ayan Shirwa, and in the studio, I have the lovely Kushi. <laughs> Hi, how are you going? I'm good, darling. How are you? Good, good. I know we said we were a bit busy the other day, um, but yeah, I don't know. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Um, I mean, I did mention that I was tired. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't worry, we're going to change it around. We're going to change it up, you know. <laughs> Get the energy up. Um, what did you get up to this weekend? Anything interesting? Um, I watched the soccer on the weekend, which was actually fun. Amazing. <laughs> did you watch the soccer too? Uh, not this weekend. Okay. But it was like two weeks two weeks okay, back yeah. I did watch it. Who yeah. Did, who did you watch? Um, it was like a, they call it a derby cup. It was the mm. two Melbourne teams versing Victorian each other. City? Yeah. yeah See, you know. Uh, I already know. <laughs> My sisters are more obsessed and okay. they also watch like international soccer. Oh, awesome. Um, the English league, like Chelsea yeah, 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 yeah. and so on. So who were you barracking for? Okay. So funny story. I was actually barracking for City. And then I changed to victory because I was like, oh, but they're winning. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. You are spineless. What do you mean? <laughs> it's just because. Just like that? Oh, well, is it because, first of all, we were on their home ground. So it felt like kind of out of place to be going for City. But I think because um, it was Melbourne Derby, I didn't really have a bias towards either. Or so, But it was fun to watch. Yeah. For sure. It is fun. And mm-hmm. I also got a picture with a mascot. As you've seen on yes. my Instagram face, <laughs> my sisters were like, don't do that. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, look, everyone yeah. else is doing it. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. So I had to push some kids aside and go, yeah, listen. Like, <laughs> yeah, as you should. As my you should. auntie's here. Um, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you got up to um, mm. something interesting. Mm. A lot, I mean, better than I did. All, mm. I, all I did was watch Netflix and oh, had watching? to do... Um, uh, I watched this movie, half of it, then it got really boring, Bubble or something. Bubble? Bubble, mm. it's supposed to be really funny. It's okay. by, um, what's that famous comedian writer? Um, he, Kevin Hart? Oh, no. Uh, he's directed a lot of, like, comedy movies. Jude Apatow or something. Okay, Apatow, okay, something I like see. That. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I see what they were trying to go with, but yeah. it just Execution wasn't there. it doing it for mm, me. Do you no, know what no, I mean? No, 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 um, but I did interview someone very interesting mm, who we're going to be hearing about. Her name is Flora Chall. She is a South Sudanese writer and poet. And we spoke about her poem that features in the anthology Unlimited mm-hmm. Futures. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought exciting. the book. Yes. I'm very excited for. <laughs> I know you spoke to someone very interesting yes. as well. Yes, Anna Amina, the one and only. Um, yeah, she's a writer, artist and educator. Definitely a hustler based in Melbourne. And I was really um, excited to talk to her because her Instagram feed is to die for. And she's just an amazing person all around. The colours. I know. It was like the colour of a rainbow. We'll get into that a little bit in the interview, but. I'm I'm excited Yay. to hear it as well. I'm excited to hear <laughs> it as well. Um, but w- let's get 
some music. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Wh- who do we have today on the show? Um, we've got a bit of Gibby in Like I Want You and I'm very excited. <laughs> Sometimes I wish you knew But I disguise the truth I say I'm happy but I'm still stuck on us Mm-mm-mm-mm. Does your mind play this game too? Think about me and you I guess I'll just pretend until it all makes sense See you face to face I'm thinking about the days we used to be but I can't make a scene Oh, I can't make a scene See you face to face I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make a scene Oh, I can't make it seem So good would change Mm-mm-mm. A table set for two You got me waiting but you ain't coming through Try to stay patient but gotta face the truth See you face to face I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make a scene Oh I can't make a scene See you face to face, I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make it seem Oh, I can't make it seem Dispora Blues, a 3CR radio program. Up next is my interview with Anna Amina about her recent essay and thoughts on colour theory. Hi Anna, how are you going? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Um, how are you? I'm good, I'm excited to be with you. Um, in that, I know all of our listeners are very excited. Do you want to do a little intro for us? Um, so as you know, my name's Anna, but I also go by Mina sometimes. So if you hear it out, Anna or Mina is fine. Um, I'm an educator slash teacher, um, curator, art lover, and now recently a writer. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's so amazing. I mean, she does everything. She's a hustler for sure. Um, definitely. Thank you so much for that, Anna. I really appreciate it. 
Um, we're going to get right into the interview and I'm really excited because I had a few, we were just talking about it before, Anna and I, we have a few more slightly more intense questions and then we have some more cash questions because why yeah. not? Um, okay, the first question I have for you and I'll start with a more of a, a fun one. Okay, it is related to the essay, but I did my own little twist on it. So you talk about your mind being like a bag of Skittles in your essay. Are there mm-hmm. any two colours that you don't think should be put together? Oh, that is a really good question. Okay, mm. let me think about this. The only colour combination I'm a little bit iffy about, and this is going to be, <laughs> is putting yellow and brown together because I really don't like Hawthorne. But <gasps> the <see>. 40, <laughs> But other than, I feel like sometimes, but... Yellow and brown, I feel like is having a resurgence in fashion. Like I was talking with my friend the other day about like wearing ooh, about wearing like a brown uh, top, like a brown jacket with a like a another um, yellow underneath or something. So I don't know. I just don't think there's too many tones of colors for them to ever not go together. Also, from my childhood and my teenage mm-hmm. years, I had like a purple and green obsession. And anytime yeah. I see the two together, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Not that I think they come, they go together quite well, but yeah. I can't actually see it anymore without having like teenage nostalgia or something. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. No, thank you so much for that, Anna. Um, okay, the next question. Um, again, talking about colors, uh, and almost, mm-hmm. almost talking a bit about self-expression, but your Instagram feed, oh, bane of my okay. existence. I love it. <laughs> Tell me thank girl, you um would you say instagram is your probably primary vessel of self-expression i know I just threw that this off. is like <laughs> yeah i was thinking like, these are excellent questions you need to give yourself a pat on the back these are really good oh, questions also i love talking about color anytime we're talking yes. about color is um i want to say yes and no because in a large part I do my Instagram for me like so if I don't like if I don't like the way it looks I don't care what anyone else says it needs to be how I envision it so in a way I would say yes but also like I not that I hide like I don't put everything on Instagram so I don't think it's like my truest form of expression I think it's one form of expression Mm -hmm. and I think that everyone should have different forms of expression like and then that way then it's not tied to one thing. So if mm-hmm. I lose my Instagram tomorrow, I'm not going to be upset. I'll just find something else to do if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So in a, in a way, it's Instagram's like a platform for me to like get all the, my color obsession onto a social media platform. But in another way, like um, I feel like everything in my life sort of runs that way. So mm-hmm. it isn't like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like yes and no. I think that's yes probably no. the. I, I yeah. love how you talked about um, not having like such a strong attachment to it, but it's almost just like, you know what? I'm going to do this because it's fun. It's um, mm. it's a fun way to kind of, I don't know, just show your outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in, anyway, even every, anytime I feel like for me, I'm very um, intrinsically motivated and like things mm. like if I don't like what's going on, then no amount of outside motivation could get me to do it if that makes sense so it's just like yeah so for like for me the Instagram is like me in in a in a on a platform 
I kind of wanted to get a little bit more deeper um, because I mm. absolutely loved your essay. I read through it twice because I was just like, oh my God, Thank like you. you put into, the way you write is just so, um, it's not imaginative, but it's what someone wish they could say and you just said it um, in oh, the best thank way. You. So talking about the essay, I really want to delve into this question saying, there was one phrase I really loved. I love when you mm-hmm. said, who does humility actually serve? Um, and yeah. I loved how it was short and sharp and it was like in the middle of the paragraph, not paragraph, in the middle of the essay as well. It wasn't at the end. So you didn't leave like the reader mm. like, like, oh, I wonder what it's about. But talking about mm. that phrase, who does humility actually serve? When you see someone actively acting in this manner, uh, what sort of emotions mm-hmm. does that evoke for you? Sometimes, so... Um... Oh, these are really good questions. Um, so sometimes it's just like, I feel like what I had to learn was when you hide yourself from people, you lose out and other people lose out. And sometimes I'll see these girls who are so cool. They're so cool and they're so intelligent and they're so like, and you'd want to like engage with them more, but they'll say something like, I am not that good at it or I'm not that cool or I'm not that like, they like downplay how incredible they actually are. And for me, I just like get frustrated because I'm like, you are so cool. Like, tell me more. Like, I want to know more. Like, why are you, why, like, why have we been taught to like hide who we are? Like it, it sort of like, it really came up with my intelligence because I was just like, whenever we were in conversation, I was in a conversation with someone, I'd always be like, okay, don't be too much. Like, don't like try and like minimize it. But then it's just like, people don't get to see the full version of who you, your best self basically. And I feel like that's the, because what I try to do in, in the essay was talk about, I there's no problem. There's no issue with being humble. I think being humble is an incredible quality. And sometimes we all need to be humble. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah. Uh, yeah but I feel like girls or women or people of color have been told for so long that it, it, in order to get through the world you have to be humble you have to hide yourself mm-hmm. you have to minimize yourself because it's literally a survival mechanism if you enjoyed her interview and you want to see more please support Anna Amin on her Instagram or even her gallery the window very wise words from her CoHealth is a not-for-profit community health organisation providing health and support services in Melbourne. In late 2021, CoHealth facilitated a workshop for women from diverse cultural backgrounds on effective communication skills for social and professional settings. Positive outcomes for workshop participants were collaborative discussions in safe spaces and onward access to support services. To learn more about our services and programs, visit cohealth.org.au. Cohealth is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Diaspora Blues, a 3CR radio program. I am Ayan Shirwa. Up now is my conversation with Flora Chall. Uh, Flora spoke to me about her poem Tea that's featured in the anthology Unlimited Futures, her memories of Khartoum and keeping her cousin's memory alive in her writing. 
Hi, Ayan. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for squeezing me in. I know you're super busy, so let's get started. You are the author of Tomorrow's Dream. Firstly, congratulations. What's this anthology about? So um, my book, Tomorrow's Dream, is a poetic anthology. So basically what that means, it's a, a collection of my poetry and all the themes in the book, are, they range from different topics. Um, so there are a lot of themes explored in the book. Most of the, the biggest, should I say, the biggest theme, the central theme of the book uh, looks at uh, the autonomy, the autonomy of the self, uh, the, the black self. So as a black woman, I, I highly regard my autonomy and myself and my black body in this society that uh, continues to put uh, labels and different subjugations on, on the black body. So my existence constantly feels as though it is, uh, I guess, kind of being dissected almost. So when I wrote the book, um, it was sort of like a way of me reclaiming my body, reclaiming my autonomy uh, as a black woman, and reclaiming my black self. Mm. Another anthology that you're part of is Unlimited Futures. So it's like a speculative fiction for listeners who don't know much about this, and we will definitely share links to the book. What drew you to this anthology, Flora? For me, what drew me to take part of this um, collection of writing was just the fact that I was going to be among other uh, black writers and I also just felt really safe putting myself out there, putting my work out there and being a part of this collection because I knew that um, although we were writing for a wider audience, the team that put this together, you know, Jet Press, Fremantle Press, shout out to them, I felt that I was safer putting my work in the hands of, should I say, like uh, publishing companies that reflect sort of like the values that, you know, black women writers like myself kind of look for in publishers. Mm. So I, that was what drew me to it. And yeah, and the fact that I looked at the lineup and I was like, damn, these are, a lot of these are my friends. So yes, um, I'm going to get, going to get on it. So yeah. I love it. So Tomorrow's Dream and Unlimited Futures, as you uh, mentioned, they both cover, you share quite a bit about yourself. Um, do you ever worry about that, putting yourself out there in the world and how others might perceive your work and you? You know, at first I did, when I when I first wrote uh, Tomorrow's Dream, like I published Tomorrow's Dream in 2019, so when I first published it, and my book was it was self-published, you know, I didn't go through the traditional way of publishing, you know, seeking out the publishers and all of that. I did everything by myself, so the editing, the the planning, the layout, the writing, everything I did it myself. And doing a project that big on your own, no matter how many times that it elapses, um, so altogether it took me about two years. And in the end, when the book went to print, there were still spelling errors in it <laughs> because I'm not an editor. I'm, I'm a writer, and I don't edit work, but I gave myself the task of editing my own work and writing and being a part of the creative direction. And when the book went out, yeah, there were a lot of 
a lot of things I was not happy about. But over time, I think that's the beauty of it. Um, the fact that I'm willing to show people that I can be raw and I can be vulnerable. And despite being afraid of how I'm perceived, I still continue to um, push forward with what I love and doing what I love. Um, so I was born in Khartoum, um, and one of the, you know, one of the best memories that I had growing up was obviously Christmas Day. Yeah, my memories were that Christmas and, you know, just growing up in a big family, sort of like being around my cousins all the time. Those were among some of my favorite memories and visiting my auntie and, yeah, just being, being around that, being around a community of mm. my people. And you came here in 2003. Have you gone back since? I have, I have. The funny thing is that I haven't gone to Khartoum. So I've gone to South Sudan, where my family is originally from, but I have not gone to where I was born. Um, I'm looking forward to going back one day. Uh, at the moment, I haven't planned to go back just yet. It's just it's still a bit conflicting for me. Conflicting for a lot of South Sudanese that left Khartoum when they were really young and we had the separation and, you know, we became two countries. So I'm still I'm still navigating that, um, still navigating the, should I say, the, the internal politics of that. But one day, one day I'd like to go back. Tea is based on my, my late cousin, Chrissa, so, and her name uh, is Susanna. And we were basically like twins when we were younger. We were born one week apart. She was only a week older than me. And uh, her, her mother, my mother's younger sister, so we share a very close bond, uh, her and I. And I think for me, the idea to write something about her had always been, been there. But the way that I wanted to put it in the poem, I think that was sort of what kind of took a little bit more work, a little bit more... Uh, technique, but it was already uh, there. Uh, she passed in 2007, yes, 2007, so a while ago, and I've been trying my best to keep her memory alive, and I thought, what great way to do that than to go back to, to, to a memory of mine of, you know, when we had the best day, when we were children, uh, when our auntie would dress us up in our Christmas, Sunday best on Christmas Day, and really putting that to, to paper was just, was very, it was very, very emotional, very, very moving. Um, mm. But I'd like to think that I, I sort of gave justice, I guess, to her name. And I put her name out there and mm. kind of let people know that she was a very important person in my life. If you enjoyed that conversation with Flora, she is on Instagram at Flora underscore Chol, spelt C-H-O-L underscore, or you can also visit her on her website at florachol.com. That gorgeous sound or the music that you heard is by Zap Splat. PX Fano is a Pacifica LGBTIQ plus podcast 
providing a platform for Pacifica communities to unpack and discuss the narratives and the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Presented by Pacific X, a collective that celebrates Pacific Island LGBTIQ communities through meaningful connections that honours cultural and gender identities. You can catch the podcast series every Sunday during Out of the Pan at around 12.30pm or on your favourite podcast platform. Supported by 3CR and funded by the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Programme, for more information, go to 3cr.org.au forward slash out of the pan. Welcome back to Dysphora Blues, a 3CR radio program that also airs on Radio Skid. To listen back, find us on 3cr.org.au slash Blues and on Instagram at 3cr.diasporablues. We've got our final song by Nina Simone, I Wish I Knew How It Will Feel To Be Free. Enjoy. Yes! 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.